Welcome to the Notes for Notes podcast. We talk to interesting people about interesting things. In music. While also finding out interesting things about those interesting people. And their music. Confused? It's not that complicated. You see, the thing is... Yo, we gotta get back to it. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I'm Tay. He's Cam, by the way. All right, welcome to the Notes for Notes podcast. Uh, my name is Cam, and with me as always is the other host, Tay. What's up, everybody? Don't be so quiet. You can speak up, man. I, dude, this is how I talk. <laughs> All right, and we have two guests with us today. Hi. Hello. <laughs> We've come out of hiding now. That was tight. How are y'all? How are you Good, doing? Good, how are you? Great. Yeah. So uh, let's just give you a little bit of time to introduce yourself. Yeah, uh, so my name is Liv. And my name is Gigi. And together, we are the Dreamer Society. Society. I feel nice. like I'm saying our superhero name or something. I thought, you, I thought you were going to clap at the same time. Oh, <laughs> man, we should have. Yeah. That would have been such a cooler intro. You're trying to do that TikTok. Yeah. Where we would clap at the same yeah, time. Yeah, the like intuition, intuition clapping <gasps> thing. Hey. We said intuition at the yeah. same time. What do you time? know? It's yeah. meant to be. Might as well be a clap. <laughs> yeah, close enough. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, so we're sisters, so that's why we have that special skill. But um, we're also like a duo together. Um, we play like rock, pop, whatever you want to call it, like that kind of music. But yeah. yes, and you sing and you play guitar, and oh, I yeah. play. I also sing and I play the bass. So yeah, that's awesome. us. That's cool. Uh, and let's talk about um, so what what you're doing now, sort of in music, but also just in your. In your lives. What's, yeah. What's going so on? right now we're visiting Nashville, mm -hmm. uh, which this is our second time, not our second time being here, but our second time like making a trip here. Uh, and we've just, we've loved it so much. Like Nashville yeah. is so incredible. We live in Texas. And so it's kind of, it's a very different music scene from there to here. Yeah. yeah. And we, we love it. Like both music scenes are incredible. It's just, it's so interesting how there can be like, it's like there's differences, you right. know? Yeah. Like, uh, like here, like we don't even have rounds in Texas. Oh, like really? I mean, it's not like a, like a thing yeah. there. Um, th there probably are some, but like in in Nashville, like that's like a thing. Like oh, you go For play sure. rounds, and like we got to play our first round here in like August, I Beginning think. Beginning of August, yeah. And okay. we just thought that was so cool because it's like I mean, there's like four or five or like, however many people up there, and like. Everyone takes turns, so it's so diverse. Mm -hmm. And, like, you know, the other night we saw rappers, and then yeah. there's, like, country artists. So it's really cool. Uh, we love Nashville. So yeah. we're, we're here visiting, take, uh, taking a music trip. Uh, we're staying with our friend Gail. Uh, <laughs> and we've known her since um, I was, like, seven and Gigi was six. Wow. No, no, no. I think you and Gail were six and I was five. Five? Oh, I don't know about that. That seems crazy. No. <laughs> that's very young. Around I mean, maybe those, that's around right, those though. ages. Yeah. I don't know. But uh, we're here visiting with her, and she's she's amazing. She's been showing us around. Uh, but, yeah, because this is a new project that we've okay. started, and so we're trying to, like, get to know people, and, like, we're starting back up. Uh, mm -hmm. We were in a band uh, called Not Your Girlfriends. It was, like, a pop-punk band, and we started that band when I was, like, 11 and Gigi was nine yeah so we were very young um and we just want to like start a new project that was a little bit more mature uh th the band was so incredible like we got to 
uh, play Warp Tour oh, twice. Wow. Um, and we got to go to the UK and tour wow. with Bowling for Soup and Simple Plan and wow. Patent Pending. Cool. So, yeah. like, we did some really cool stuff. Like, yeah. I that's, like, such a big part of my childhood. Wow. Um, yeah. You know, that's what it is. So They were part of mine, but just in, like, a CD player. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... Yeah. Uh, you know, like that was that was really cool and really great, and we had such a fun time with that. But you know, we're maturing, and this yeah. is we're starting a new thing. Yeah, that's really awesome. Yeah, that's really well, cool. Thank you. Uh, I kind of want to start off with a controversial question. You've guy, oh you guys, you guys have been here for how long? You said, oh, uh, like four days, right? We've I, been I've been lost track of the days. At we this point. stayed last time we came here in August for a week, and mm. we've been here four days. Yeah, okay. here this month. So almost two weeks combined. Yes, true. I know that you guys would probably be biased, but which music scene do you guys like better? I, th- I think for us, like, we haven't really fully, like, explored the Dallas music scene, like, mm-hmm. as much as we have here. So it's kind of hard to compare. I think that, uh, like, for the Dallas music scene that we've explored was kind of like, I mean, I don't know if you guys would know, but probably some people listening is like, kind of like the Deep LM area. Um, and, and since COVID, a lot of like the venues there closed down, which is like so sad because that's yeah, like where we would sure. play all the time. Um, like, um, you know, like just a lot of places there. And um, that's kind of the music scene that we explored, the like pop punk, like all the like rock bands, that scene. Um, and... Yeah, COVID, COVID changed a lot of things, but Nash- Nashville know. is really fun. Nashville is very, very, like, collaborative. Like, yeah. I mean, Texas is collaborative, but Nashville is just, like, a whole, like, another level. Like, yeah. when you play around, yeah. every single person that you play the round l- with will be like, you want to write sometime? Here's my number. Here's my, yeah. you know, Instagram. Yeah. DM me. Let's let's do something. Yeah. And, yeah. like, Texas isn't like that because it's just different. So right. it's cool. Well, Nashville has always had, and even, like, with a lot of people, like, moving here from California or New York, mm-hmm. like, bigger mm-hmm. places like that, it's always had that small town feeling or just really more so small world, I guess. Yeah. Um, right because that, yeah. people leave Nashville but they still somehow, like, people they know come to Nashville, and then yeah. you meet them, and you're, you're like, what, you know this person? Like, I didn't even know, like, they knew other people anywhere else, you know? Because <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I don't know their lives, honestly. But, um, but yeah, there's there's always been that aspect to Nashville, and I think it's because, you know, one, the, the country scene was huge for a mm-hmm. long time in, in Nashville. Um, and so that, I think... That stuck around mainly because that's what Nashville sort of grew from, I guess. Um, But yeah, now it's, I mean, it's a mixture. It's a huge mixture. Because, I mean, everybody in our studio, they're either doing like, oh, no, I mean, it it varies. But mainly mainly hip-hop or like R&B. Yeah. So you're Mm -hmm. saying it's not like country dominated as much as it used Mm -mm. to be yeah nowhere close i've definitely noticed that i moved here with my family when i think it was 2000 uh might have been 2001 but uh i mean that's when like george Strait was playing and a bunch of other like country country bands country uh, acts and cma fest was huge and uh it was just all about country like it was country music like capital you know yeah, yeah. that's um, well that's what i always thought too and then coming here i'm like what oh. wait which is like crazy too because i thought 
you know, I would think that Texas would have a lot of True, that. True, you know? yeah. Just from what I've heard about Texas, but there are people that come to Nashville and they're like, wait, you're not riding horses? You know? Yeah. Not oh, like Texas yeah. is not like that. I think it's so <laughs> no, funny. Uh, the, when although we did ride horses when we were young. That is true. That is true. <laughs> but, but like, whenever I tell people I'm from Texas, they're like, oh, so like you live on a farm? I'm like, yeah. uh, no, no you, I don't. You, don't. you live in a bunch you know. of dirt? Like, yeah. What? No, not <laughs> really. We kind of just like live in the suburbs. But what is the, yeah, what is the terrain like? Is it, is uh, it well, there's I yeah. mean you can't you can't go hiking in Texas. It's kind of just like flat. Mm. Like it's not but well, I mean yeah, it's it's beautiful. It's hot yeah. as heck. But um I mean I, I love Texas. Yeah. I, I mean Texas is treating me well. Shout yeah. out to Texas. Yeah. Shout out to Texas. But uh, if you see I, Texas, let him know that we're we're thanking him. And shout yeah. out yeah. to uh, <laughs> shout out to Norfolk. Uh, Nebraska. Okay. Hey. Not where I'm from, but I am from Nebraska. That's really flat too. Shout out to all that the states Iowa. so no one feels yeah. left out. Yeah, right. <laughs> you guys are a duo. Yes. But yes. you guys are also, let's not forget, individuals. True. So we are separate people. Wow, I so didn't even. I didn't we, even have, we both have separate personalities. Yes. Right, right, right. <laughs> you also, I would think, would have different inspirations growing up. Yeah. Um, even though you guys are into, you guys do play the same music, being yeah. a duo. Uh, I would like to ask both of you, um, live your uh, inspirations and Gigi's. Yeah, for sure. Well, I think like, um, like whenever we were like really young, I mean, we, we both listened to like what like our mom and dad played around mm -hmm. the house, you know, so at you a young no age, choice. I think that kind of goes for everyone. At a young age, you yeah. kind of like listen to what your parents listen to, and then you like slowly as you get older, kind of figure out what you like. Yeah, right. but, but our parents were cool. Yeah, we and they cool let us parents. listen to Counting Crows and Pearl Jam. Yes, growing like up. Nirvana, Dream. so because like, they were kind of like uh, more on like the '90s grunge like scene. Like that's yeah. like their age, yeah. like what they listen to. Yeah. Mm. Like growing so, up, like, my dad had long copying Eddie Vedder his hair. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, wow. <laughs> he had the Eddie Vedder haircut. <laughs> like as long as your mom's hair. Uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, actually. Uh, so that's like what we were like raised on. I mean, it also like, you know, what my dad's dad listened to, like Led yeah. Zeppelin and the Rolling Stones, like all that stuff. Yeah, our little brother's named Jagger after Mick Jagger. So. Oh, yeah, okay, cool. so we're a very musical family. Um, my dad plays guitar not on stage or anything like he you know he, he would Don't play ask it. him to play no no, no. <laughs> <laughs> he, he would play like guitar for me and my sister like lullabies before we would yeah. go to bed of like the rolling stones you know so like it was like cool lullabies wow. but yeah uh so that's kind of what we started it off with and then we you know we we were in a pop punk band so then we mm. discovered like pop punk music that was what oh, we discovered. Yeah. So we were like, ooh, My Chemical Romance? Okay. Me ooh, Paramore? Okay. okay. Our My Chemical Romance phase, like, dominated any of our <laughs> other phases. Like, Yeah, well, that was the first, like, band that we kind of bonded over. And we were like, yeah. ooh, they're really cool. We were like, listen to this song. It was a Black Parade. I learned mm. on the piano. Yeah. I, went, I went through an all-time low phase. That's yeah, so an all-time low, too. Yeah. yeah. All that, like, uh, the Fall Out Boy. Yeah. Um, all, all that is, like, kind of what we discovered on our own and mm -hmm. then we kind of branched off into like the inspirations that we have now for like this band uh which i mean it's kind of combining all the other stuff from our childhood and the pop punk and stuff but like 
exploring more of like yeah. what our parents used to listen to, but not like you know the main ones like Nirvana and all that. Like exploring, yeah, yeah just diving deep and like oh, discovering yeah. our own taste. So like our inspirations were like Biba Doobie. I don't know if you've heard of her, but yeah, uh, she's, she's so cool, right? Mm. Uh, talked to her once. Uh, oh really? Yeah. Oh my gosh, we'll tell her I say hi. She <laughs> <laughs> uh, she's really cool. Um, well, her, uh, like, Fiona Apple, she's, like, that's what, like, you're saying, like, we kind of dove deep in, like, the 90s, like, uh, stuff that yeah. we hadn't, like, they didn't play. Yeah. And then, um, uh, like, Radiohead, yeah. um, what's, what's some other ones? Uh, Paramore, too, that's, Cage like, a big elephant. one that stuck with us. Yeah, Cage the Elephant is Cage fire. the Elephant, yeah. I'm Have you talked to him? No, no, no. <laughs> no? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, oh, yeah, nope, Cage the Elephant, I know them. Mm-hmm. We kind of talked about this a little bit with our last guest yesterday halloween is Ooh, here yes. uh do you guys like do you guys playlists change around like any season or holiday uh um, well definitely mine, christmas mine drastically changes there during christmas yeah i have we turn on our alexa and we have it playing every day all night all morning yeah. all the time but i mean halloween too I just think there's not as many Halloween songs, so I guess I'm gonna have to write one. Yeah, I, there's the Monster Mash. Yes. Thriller. And that's a thriller. That opening synth is just like so. Perfect. You know what though? I I can't I listen more. to that song. <gasps> not Why? not because I will tell you I I I when I was younger I pulled up the music video. Oh, it scared you. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't that know how old I was. I was in the single digits, but we had uh it was we had stairs. Mm-hmm. And the video <laughs> scared me so bad that I literally ran up the uh, ran up the stairs, but I was like, there was like a a wall type thing to where oh. the where it stopped the rail, and I was just I kind of like took cover, and I was just, I was just oh slowly, my gosh, I'm I still it. wanted to watch the video, <laughs> but I just took like slight glances at it from time <laughs> to time until it went off. Oh my Wow. Yeah, no, yeah. that I had to learn the dance to that music video for like my school when That's I was awesome. in like the first grade. So, I mean, huh. I kind of had to. You like, guys decorate? Okay, we Definitely. used to. And well, I mean, when we get like, like super busy, because like I mean, there were times where we were on like about to go on tour, and like we, you know, we couldn't really because we were like prepping and stuff. But I think this year we're gonna go full out. I oh, just don't are. know what I'm gonna be yet. What d- what does full out entail? Because uh, it entails I don't know. Cobwebs. Nope, there it is. I yeah, I don't like know. It's, hey, it's, it's our grandparents. <laughs> no, nah, because look, here's my thing. <laughs> you got to take that down. I'm not. <laughs> no, I know. That's but that's why we didn't do that's it because we were like, so you know. And also, like, during COVID, it was like, it's not like anybody's going to come here yeah, yeah <laughs> true yeah last Might year last year we put the christmas the christmas tree up maybe like a day before christmas they have christmas colored cobwebs oh really what's yeah. the point of well, there's no spiders in christmas I'm my name na- yeah my neighbors i drove past and i was They're telling them we about this yesterday they had <laughs> red and green cobwebs that's like krampus christmas spiders yeah. <laughs> that's like what right. if somebody wanted to dec- decorate their house like krampus yeah that's a, that's a creepy christmas <laughs> yeah for sure um but yeah okay cool so uh just i guess going more on you know what you're doing in music what uh what are you all working towards i guess right now well right now i mean we're you know we're starting from the beginning so we're trying to like you know build our fan base and like play some shows because i mean we haven't played shows in like Mm -hmm. 
whenever we came to Nashville in August, that was the first show that we had played in like two years or something, maybe like two and a half. Maybe that's an exaggeration. I think it was two. But, you know, like just getting back into that groove because we were so in the groove before COVID hit. Like we were about to go on a three week long tour with, uh, I don't know if you know, like the Dolly Rots. Hmm. Like uh, that was about to be like our longest tour that we had ever done. And before then we went to the UK. So we were like, ooh, like we're just going and going and going. And then you're out of that groove and like, you know, after after tour, like, there's the whole, like, oh, post-tour depression or whatever, yeah. but that was just, like, all of COVID. Mm-hmm. So, but we took that time. I mean, you had each other. Exactly. Yeah. We took that time to, like, write, and, yeah. like, you know, we, we came up with this whole new idea of this band and, or, you know, duo. Well, yeah. I, I, I call it a band just because <laughs> I, I feel like it's, it's I don't know, it's, it's, it's a band. band. It's a band to me. It's bigger than just you two. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we, we wrote. I learned how to produce a bit more on mm-hmm. my own. I'm not I'm not the master at it or anything, <laughs> but I got better at it because awesome. I was like, I'm all alone. What else am I gonna do? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean, like we're just we're starting from the beginning, you know. Yeah, and I feel like you mentioned that like the post tour depression lasted the whole time. I feel like we got through that so well. I agree. I think I think because we used it to our advantage. Yeah, because. Even besides the band, we had been doing music, like, we've been doing so- showcases since we were seven, like, yeah. with Gail, with our friend. We had been doing all that kind of stuff, and since we were young, just going and going and going, and then when COVID happened, it was like, this is, like, weird. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. It's like, it's like, like we we're just in limbo land. No. Yeah. We were homeschooled. And yeah. People were, people were going into, basically, homeschooled whenever COVID hit, like, people who go to public school. And they were like, I can't wait till we get out of this. And it's like, but we're never going to, yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah, get true. out of this. It's so true. we need to, like, start doing something. Yeah, yeah I just want to get going. We start a band. Um, <laughs> and, you know, I started writing more mature songs because I was growing yeah. up. And, like, just, you, you got know. a boyfriend. Yeah, so, like, I mean, that's a bit different. You know, going from a band that I created whenever I was 11 called Not Your Girlfriends and then getting a boyfriend. And then it's like, oh, like. <laughs> You know, we're a bit girlfriend. older now. Yeah. 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 Let the fans so. find out. They're like, wait a oh, minute. There were so many people coming <laughs> guys up to us after show. They were like, so is like th- is everything going to end? Is the world going to end? Like, is the is, is the, the band, band going to like blow up? No, not the band. Like, is uh, the world going to end because you got a boyfriend oh, or whatever? It's like, uh, mm, oh, my gosh. Well, that's no. not, you know. Messages change. What yeah. do you want me to do? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is this single forever? I'm still not your girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah but you can, you can stay away from me. It's all right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. Obviously, you guys are stars on the rise. And Thank we you. are seeing, you know, a wave of females and just artists Mm -hmm. young artists Mm -hmm. in particular like sort of changing and shifting the narrative of the music industry with which i think is a really good thing are you guys seeing any art artists that you would like to potentially work with uh in the future that are like moving up or like they're i mean they don't even have to be moving up they can be established artists or local artists or you know people that the public might not know of yeah. it. You guys know of. Well, honestly, I think like at the Rex. Oh yeah, the the Rex. They're really cool. I think for like right now in the music scene, I would say like 
it'd be really cool to work in that like new like pop punk like Travis Barker type music mm-hmm. scene. Shut you know up. what I'm talking about? <laughs> like I would really really like to like just have him drum on one of our songs. Oh, I think that'd be so cool. That's, that's cool. smart. Yeah, yeah. 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 Or maybe even if like Olivia Rodrigo wanted to like do like mm-hmm. a yeah. like a thing like a rock thing. I think that'd be Driver's really cool. Driver's license part two. Yeah, Thank and it's guys. like really We've gotten angry. Over the thing. <laughs> now we're bad. <laughs> I think that'd be really cool. That's like the main ones that I'm immediately think of. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. What about you, Gigi? What about me? Wow. Okay. Well, I did mention the Rex, but they're kind of like. Actually, no. I just remembered Taylor Swift because she is a genius. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, everybody <laughs> she, wants to work yes, with her. Yes, everyone yeah. wants to work with Taylor Swift. I know that's a very basic answer, but she's like a businesswoman. I think it'd mm. be cool to like learn some things from her. If you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. True. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That'd be so really yeah. cool. I'd love to like sit by the fireside with her. Yeah. Yeah, Sarah wow. sung her praises a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm she's just so she's cool. Smart. I she's love cool. her. Yeah, she's uh-huh. very talented and yeah. very smart. Mm-hmm. Very smart. Very smart. I've not talked to her about it. Oh <laughs> <laughs> dang it. Based off <laughs> okay, so this brings up a question in my mind. Mm. Uh an artist maybe that isn't around anymore. I could have said said my chemical (laughs) romance right Uh, here. Yeah, I mean, retired could be in there too. Yeah, Uh, that's fine. Or just not really making music. Man, that's really hard. I know who I'd say. Who would you say? Stall for us. Freaking (laughs) uh, Bowie. That's exactly what I was going to say. Are you kidding me? Wow. Oh, I was going to say that. You took hers. Why didn't you say it at the same time? That would have been really cool. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. we're we're supposed to have the intuition thing. Yeah. Um, Bowie would be just great. He was like one of the first non like um, rappers that I was introduced. Because, I mean, I Mm. grew up listening to, you know, Sade, Missy Elliott, T.I., all those classic, amazing artists. But, like, Bowie. Uh, Freddie Mercury for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. Fire. Uh, you wouldn't have chose Michael Jackson though, because you're scared. No, right? not even. I, that. <laughs> I would probably say. Wasn't Michael Jackson that scared you, or not was even? It? It's not even that. Just nothing against Mike. See, it's nothing against Mike. <laughs> this is this music wordy, video, bro. No, the, no, the beginning of that music video though. That's it is. It does get creepy. Yeah. You're just like, it, whoa. Does. It, it does. I didn't think like, it was actually gonna go like that way but it you was know like wow it surprised me no nah, it's not even that it's just like mike is just he's one of them artists that's just mike. untouchable yeah. like yeah. even if you had the opportunity mm. i don't know i just feel like let I'd me just i'd rather yeah. observe yeah. like yeah i agree yeah yeah i feel like I that. i'd rather just i'd rather like, him tell me how to sing yeah for real yeah. like yeah. i i rather want a lesson than a session yeah true yeah, right. lesson than a session yeah i i probably oh you want to go oh prince yeah, I was gonna say because <laughs> I right now looking at me, I said earlier, Jim Morrison is looking at me. I would really like to pick his brain. Mm-hmm. I think that would be interesting. Yeah, he's got some interesting lyrics, and I think that would be cool. Yeah. So I know you guys said that you guys listen to My Chemical Romance and yeah. a couple of other artists. Are they still in your playlist, or have yeah. you guys Heck yes. playlist? Yes, sort of like okay. So over time, who have you sort of added into your playlist added into along with that? Okay, well, uh, I mean, I have listened to a lot of, like, Muse recently. Oh, mm, yeah, but that's Muse. also an older one that we've listened to. Like, I'd say for new... You know, you could add 116.tay. 
Okay. Yay! Added, added. <laughs> Who's that? <laughs> <laughs> Dropped it. Uh, I would say I. I mean, I've been listening to like Nine Inch Nails uh, mm-hmm. is another one because like I had listened to a few other songs like from my parents uh, playing it for me, but then like Halsey dropped that new album where yeah. Trent Reznor and Atticus mm-hmm. Ross produced it, and then I was like, well, damn, I need to listen to more Nine Inch Nails because it's I mean, really like nice. I I've loved what I've heard from them, so I've been listening to them more. Uh, I've been listening to like. Um, I'm listening to, well, we're about to go, I'm about to go see, like, Machine Gun Kelly, so I'm listening to him a lot, like, in concert, and then mm-hmm. I'm about to go see Laney, which is another band, yeah, like, four days after. Yeah. Yeah, Laney. Oh, we, they're we so good. We met them at uh, Bonnaroo, bro. Yep. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, That's going to be an insane yeah. one, yeah. 2018, it was crazy. Uh, <laughs> Water Parks, we're going to go see them. I don't know if you know them, they're really cool. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I've been to a couple. Yeah, Water Parks is, they're, they're. <laughs> energetic <laughs> yeah <laughs> i i forget that that's like an actual thing other than a band sorry that was a dad joke <laughs> yeah i actually don't remember the last time i was out of water park i don't really like them hmm. i don't really like they are really like not cool to walk around in let's all go to the water park <laughs> my feet burn literally <laughs> like within i just feel like it's kind of sweaty and like the bathrooms are gross. Yeah. And the slides kind of hurt your back. Weird yeah. Yeah, it smells weird. Yeah, it smells weird. That's, that's <laughs> one bathroom I wouldn't go into. It's kind of weird percent. being, like, wet and dry at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> Always. <laughs> I don't like that. I don't like it. Oh it's, like, God. humid. Literally. I really glad, don't like it. glad Just we're like, entering the winter season. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you know what? Too. I love... I uh, I don't know why I like no one jackets. ever backs me up on this except for Cam. The winter? I love the winter. Oh so yeah, much. That's I nice. used to like think I like the summer. Jeans, hoodies, like yeah. it's the best Cardigans time to have fashion. Sweaters. Come on, it's bro. definitely the best yeah. fashion. Yo, Uggs. Thousand percent. Oh, yeah. I know you felt that. The sound of the greatest drum partnership in the universe. Thanks for the drum sets, we play with them all. If we need new drum sets, we know who to call. From drum sticks to cymbals to high hats to snares. Thank you, DW, we know you can. Thank you, DW. you guys classify your genre of music as because that's kind of the um, this question. I would say it's pop. Is it pop mm. punk rock though? It, I I remember you it's, said it's such a like I used to be you know. She said this once. She said that it's mainly rock, but rock has a bunch of subgenres. It's yeah. like yeah. an umbrella. People can get very like angry about sure. the different uh, yeah, subgenres. I mean it's like yeah. pop is just like we talked about it yesterday with well, I guess yeah, on the podcast. The last podcast mm-hmm. with Sarah um she was talking about pop is just like it's just popular music. Yeah, That's what it it's popular. From. It's so it's, it's a, catchy. A bunch it's of different things. Like mm-hmm. which I mean I mean I guess I'm calling my own music catchy, but I think it's <laughs> kind of like hey. it's rock, but it's not the kind of rock where it's just like rock to be rock. It's like mm-hmm. it's got like a like a hook to it or yeah. you know something. Well, you did mention Paramore, and when I heard the track, uh, oh, that Will yeah. was uh, 
you know, working on that, I guess, did you record that? Yeah, yesterday? I recorded, I've, uh, I just sent him my stems and oh, gotcha. we, we redid the vocals and stuff. Okay, yeah, yeah that's cool. Uh, is that reminded me of Paramore, honestly, ah, when I first heard it. That's such like, a big compliment. Yeah, I was like, that's, you know, I so definitely it's know. It's kind of, it's whatever Paramore is, it's kind of what we are. <laughs> yeah, I um, actually, uh, and of course she would never remember this, but I was probably, I was probably y'all's age at the time. Um, and I was walking through Franklin and that's oh, where she lived and yeah. she was there with her band, oh uh, my passing gosh. out candy on Halloween and I got some candy from her. Oh from my God. Williams. So that Did was, that you was frame cool. the candy? No, um, I don't even know what happened in that candy. Man. Being honest, <laughs> I probably just stuffed it in my face yeah. right after I got yeah. it. I don't blame um, you. I don't blame you. That's I smart. didn't even <laughs> think of being like, yo, can I get a picture? Yeah. But it was like, I didn't recognize her at first. And then when I was walking away, I was like, no way! Did is the that same really? Thing with Chance the Rapper. Oh yeah, dang yeah. It. So okay, that's a. I gotta tell the story. All right, so <laughs> I got up early at Bonnaroo, a lot earlier than everybody else. This is when Notes for Notes was going to Bonnaroo. Yeah. Uh, hopefully I want to go, go to Bonnaroo again next year. It's the best. That sounds fun. Um, and so, yeah, I got out of my tent, took a shower there, and then I was like, you know, I'm just gonna go see what's happening uh yeah. and we're we're already back in like the the artist area mm-hmm. um because that's where we had like this mobile studio and stuff so that's really cool um i was there for work but i was just you know there to produce and really just talk to people about notes for notes yeah and so i start you know i was walking i was getting a little bit closer to you know the area where all of our stuff is and i was ready you know just chill just enjoy bonnaroo the quietness at bonnaroo is something else because everybody's oh, setting up stages yeah. but there's not a bunch of music and i mean <laughs> the whole time at bonnaroo is like music is playing so wow. it's kind of nice when it's when it's quiet yeah. yeah um but as i was walking across this road is just a dirt road uh chance came riding <laughs> in on a uh there's a small there's right? a small motorbike <laughs> actually of course and like it was like a child's motorbike uh, but <laughs> I, he fit perfectly on it i don't know <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh he he passed me and i was like yo that that's chance that's crazy and then i just kept walking and uh i was about to go into this area and you have to like scan i think they give you a wristband so you can scan in or mm-hmm. they can see it um and as i was about to go in chance comes up behind me on his motorbike and Another uh, i was like oh okay well yeah i'll i'll let him go through first i was like you got it bro and he's like oh i appreciate it and then he went and I was like, what am I doing? <laughs> I, had a, I had a chance Bruh. to talk to Chance. When he told me chance about to that, to I was like, do you hear what you just <laughs> said to me right now? <laughs> I just let him, I, was, I just treated him like a normal human being. What I, I mean, just, yeah, like, that's cool. But means like, chance. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> but what that's are the chances? Chance. You know? Yeah, it's just chance. Man, wow. that You had a sucks. chance with chance. and you. That's, that's kind of like uh, whenever we played Warp Tour, uh, mm-hmm. Youngblood, I don't know if you know, yeah, Youngblood, mm-hmm. yeah. he was playing uh, the same year that we did, and okay. he, he was like about to blow up. Like, he mm-hmm. wasn't like... I mean, he had, like, a ton of fans there, but, like, it wasn't at that point where he was, yeah. like, you know. Yeah, right. He right. was probably at, like, 200K or something, like, on Instagram. That was kind of, like, okay. at the level. Um, but I didn't really know him. All that I knew him from was all the posters around Warp Tour because he had, like, the oh, most really? posters put up out of anyone. <laughs> he was just, like, Youngblood, Youngblood, Youngblood. And I was, like, who's this Youngblood guy? And, like, uh, like, I don't know if you've seen his album cover, but he's in, like, a straight jacket. And so that poster mm. was, like plastered Memorable. up everywhere and i was like who is this guy in the street jacket like that's yeah. kind of weird did like, you meet him 
So he walked past me, and in the, in we were straight jacket? in the straight jacket, in the straight with jacket, the binky, no with the binky in his <laughs> and mouth. And you didn't even notice and I, him. But I know I noticed oh, him. Okay, you noticed. But, but and we, we were, were like, okay, we were, we were like, we were filming a music video, and we were asking all the bands on Warped Tour to like sing a lyric of one of our songs to be in the music video, and that was kind of our way of like meeting everyone. Yeah. And we were and also so, twelve and thirteen yeah. at the time. <laughs> so I, I walked past short. him, and I was like, oh, should I do it? Should I do it? Should I do it? And then I was like. Uh, he's kind of weird and scary. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I remember and I backed out of it, and he <laughs> smiled at me. He walked past, and like I had my chance, and now we're like huge fans. Yeah. And I could have done that, and I like yeah. regret it so hardcore. It'd have been even funnier if like you didn't know who he was. You just thought some like guy true. Just that would be really weird. <laughs> A lot of those people were looking at him like, well, can, it we was, get, can we get security It was a pink straight jacket, so I don't know where he would have escaped from. <laughs> been like, what kind of stuff is going on? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so you've been to Warp Tour. What other, you said you went to? We went, we played in 2018. Right. Uh, we played, uh, so we played uh, Dallas, Austin, Houston, and Nashville. Uh, yeah. so Which was the first time we were here. Yeah. Ever. So that's why we were like, we don't really know you the know, I might have been at Warp Tour, too. <gasps> Really? There. I don't even. Oh, that know. would be crazy, though. Right. Yeah, Nashville's a small world. Yeah, I don't even remember. I don't think Mayday Parade was there. I know August Burns Red was there. Oh, okay. I so I, I don't think, think that, that was they, pretty, yeah. pretty recent. I think that was close to when, or close to like right before. I think they. Didn't yeah, they 2019 was yeah. when they did. We played like the 25th anniversary, and that was like the ending. Yeah, and we right. played in Atlantic City. And Blink-182 was there. Yeah. And Good oh Charlotte. Oh, my gosh. And Good and Charlotte. Good Charlotte. We got Charlotte knew who we were. We were like, yeah. oh, yeah, I know you guys. Oh, we were like, I came up to Good Charlotte with my CD in yeah. my hand. And I was like, hey, so um, I just wanted to, like, give you my music. We were talking to Benji, I think. Uh-huh. And I was like, we love your band. He's like, oh, I know who you guys are. And I was like, uh, okay. Oh, okay, well, <laughs> here you go. And he's like, yeah, I recognize this cover. Like, I know who you guys are. And I was like, oh, my gosh. What's happening <laughs> right now? And I was like, this is it. <laughs> this is the week of our lives. It. We're done. <laughs> uh, Let's just retire. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. we're good. We're set. <laughs> Forget school. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then even we, uh, Frank Iero, uh, the guitarist. I was about to say Frank Ocean. I was going to be like. No, no that, that would wish. be, I would pass out. Uh, but <laughs> Frank Iero, the guitar, he's the guitarist for My Chemical Romance. He was playing in his band because uh. like at the time My Chemical Romance was like not a thing and like they hadn't like gotten back together and stuff like they are now but uh he was playing there and we so we had to evacuate warp tour because the weather was like it was about to like thunderstorm or something or hurricane it was like really bad so we all had to evacuate that's a good reason i guess oh for sure for sure (laughs) (laughs) that would be really bad (laughs) so we evacuated and we ended up talking to this guy about like i was talking to him about guitar pedals and i ended up finding out that he was like the bassist for frank iero's band Oh, okay and like i talked to him for like 30 minutes to like an hour not knowing that and he was like oh yeah no like i'll talk to frank and like we'll we'll try to like watch your set and stuff and we were playing a my chemical romance cover in Mm. our set and so we were like, oh, okay, like, that would be awesome. And then uh, we played our set, and after we got to meet Frank Iero, mm. shake his hand, and he was like, you guys are really great. Like, he, it's so great to meet you. He had a great handshake, and that stuck yeah. with me the whole, my <laughs> whole life. I was like, what is happening? <laughs> uh, and he's like, you guys are really cool. Like, it's so great to, like, hear you guys, like, inspiring the new generation, blah, blah, blah. So that was a great moment. Hmm. Wow. Yeah, that was life changing for me. He was one of my biggest <laughs> inspirations at the time. Like, still. He, okay, still, yeah. When we were on stage, I was the bassist 
for that old band. And I would go... <laughs> I would go crazy. I would lay on my back. I would go backstage. I would. I would did all While these things just because yeah. Frank Iero did it. Yeah. And so when I met him, I was like, I'm meeting one of my biggest inspirations ever yeah. for everything I do on stage. Yeah. And he's so chill about it. And yeah. I'm like, not. I'm like quiet as a mouse because I don't <laughs> know what to say. Oh, so crazy. We talked uh, uh, a bit about inspirations, like in the in the music world how you guys get inspired by music and stuff like that but yeah. for me i know another way that i can get inspired to do like music or write songs and stuff is like watching movies and watching films and stuff so i'm yes. wondering if that's like the same for you guys oh i'm stuff. like yeah. so glad you remember that question because that's actually yeah. a great one I um i love wes anderson He's oh great. Yeah. Yeah. yeah wes anderson i yeah wes anderson is really great uh the Grand Budapest Hotel. Yeah. It's really good. I'm gonna go see that new movie. It's gonna look so good. Yeah. Oh, yeah, like the... Uh, the French the Yeah. Oh, the trailer for that. It, it looks really good. I'm excited to see that, too. Uh, yeah, Wes Anderson, he's actually really cool. Uh, <laughs> like, in, I would love to do a music video that's, like, inspired by his... I just uh, finished doing a uh, medley of oh. the Grand Budapest Hotel soundtrack. That's really been, cool. Literally been working on my computer That's just doing a dope. couple of songs from the soundtrack. Yeah. I want to hear that so bad, actually. Yeah, I have. Okay, yeah, can you show that to me? Yeah, we'll play it before you leave. <laughs> yeah, um, a huge inspiration for me, uh, and no, I, I'm not gonna say that, but uh, a huge inspiration for me is like um, before sunrise. Yeah. Um, mm. with Ethan Hawke and Julie Dupli. Yeah. She's French. <laughs> Julie Dupli. Yeah. Uh, I love that movie, and like I've watched it so many times. I think that the like it's. I love how uh, the director the director is Richard Linklater. I love how in all of his movies, mm. like it's mainly like uh, it's focused on like the relationships with the, like the characters. Like, I mean, the movie, it's not like the shots are, like, insane or, like, the dialogue isn't, like, actually, the dialogue in that movie is incredible, but it's not, like, it's just, like, talking, and I love how natural it is, and, like, I've had a lot of inspiration from that movie in my songs, and Mm. I even have a song that has, like, a little clip of, like, that movie at the end, and I'm, like, I wonder if I could, like, get his permission to use that, and if (laughs) I could, that would just be, like, a dream come true, um, uh so yeah that's like that's my main like that's i'm gonna be basic and i'm gonna say whiplash because that one was like that (laughs) made me like after i watched that i stood up and i went up i started playing my bass oh it makes you practice it was like like, i want to bleed from my fingers yeah true (laughs) yeah i was like i have a drum set i might as well start learning drums (laughs) have i really practiced yet my fingers need to bleed (laughs) um and another one is this isn't like a movie, but it's a documentary. It's the Thirty Seconds to Mars documentary, mm-hmm. where like they get the record label and they have to sort out that. That made me. That made me really understand um, music more. I used to watch that a lot. We used to watch that a lot. Yeah, we used to, to watch that like every night. It's just inspiring. Because like, like they got through that, you know. Yeah, yeah. they had like, like some record label trouble, and they like get through it, and it's like the making of your al- their album. But we have a lot of documentaries that inspire us too. Like that's yeah. a whole separate category. I feel like <laughs> you like that one Doors movie. I remember oh, you. Oh yeah, like the do- with uh, oh my God, Val Kilmer. 
mm. where he like plays uh, oh. Jim Morrison. That no, that movie I'm, is really cool. The Val Kilmer to, documentary. I'm about to put y'all on. Um, yeah. So now that I'm older, I found that my favorite genre of films are coming of age. Yes. Ooh. Okay. That's, so, that's like my favorite too. Uh, my favorite movie right now, but I'm pretty sure it'll probably be my favorite movie forever. Adventureland. Oh. Jesse Eisenberg, Christy yeah, Stewart. Yeah, no, I know what you're talking yeah. about. Crazy. I need to watch like that. I have it on my list. I haven't watched it yet. One of the, like, it's simple, but it's one of, like, the coolest movies ever. I, Jesse Eisenberg and Christy Stewart are my favorite acting Oh, I, I just, ever. I love Jesse Cafe Eisenberg, Cafe Society, too. American Ultra, like, yeah, check all yeah. y'all. Well, the Social y'all Network, I love Jesse Eisenberg yeah. in that. <laughs> He's Fire. great. He's really but, cool. yeah. I love movies that have very realistic endings. I mean, I'm I'm all, I'm all right with sometimes putting aside my suspicion. I mean, accepting my suspicion of disbelief, but I don't know. Realistic endings are pretty cool. Yeah, I, I agree like with you. Too. I love um I don't know why, but bittersweet endings in movies mm. always get me because it's like it's not like oh everything's so perfect like that's what I kind of want to happen. It's for everyone to be sad a little bit. Yeah. For some reason, I'm like, you're going to get through this, and yeah. you're going to get through the breakup or sure. your parents' death yeah, or whatever. Like it's like, it. you're going to be sad a little bit, and mm-hmm. that's fine. I yeah. don't know why, but I love watching movies end that way. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So I will ask one last question Alrighty. for both of you. Awesome. Well, it's kind of like a two-parter. Where would you guys like to see your career in the future, I won't give a specific, a specific like date. I'm no like, what do you see yourself in five years? Like, that's literally the question that I always. Do you see yourself in sixty years? Yeah, old and wrinkly. I don't know how to see myself that. Yeah, exactly. Um, so where do you guys see yourself in the future, and where would you guys like to see the music industry in the future? Ooh, okay. Well, it's hard not to answer this question. Like, every I want everything to go like perfect. Like, I want to play <laughs> Wembley. I want to have a fashion line, and I want to have a makeup line, and <laughs> I just want to like play Red Rocks and like, uh, which like all of that is like definitely what I would love to be doing yeah. next year. Even I mean, if we're gonna put a date on it, yeah. but uh, like I think that for like I feel like just sticking to our roots and still doing music and still just having that love for music yeah regardless mm-hmm. like no matter what you know level we get at, i mean if we are like you know that successful which is the dream like like she's saying like just still having fun with it though and not getting yeah. too wrapped up in not all being of like it's a chore and yeah it's my work and I yeah like not getting not getting too wrapped up in the business side and yeah. stuff which i think definitely you see a lot and just like having fun and making music and being creative because that's what we want to do. That's yeah. like, you know, yeah. I mean, we're getting to do like for our job, like you're saying, like our mm-hmm. work, we're getting to do what we love. So why would we yeah. make it something we hate? For sure. Yeah. So yeah. sticking with that and inspiring people, well, lots of people. That's a good answer. Thank you. Yay. You just inspired me. You heard oh. it here first, <laughs> everyone. Yep. Dreamer Society likes Tennessee way better than Texas. Hey, <laughs> no. I'm not going to comment. Yeehaw, yeehaw. We love kidding. Texas. Um, but yeah, this was fun. Definitely yeah. got to get you guys back. Oh, yeah, we would love to. And I want to listen to your Grand Budapest Hotel. I yeah, I'll that. play for you guys. Yeah. After we wrap this up. Yeah. So yeah. That would be fire. 
Well, thanks for being on the podcast. Thank, Thank you for having us. us. Yeah, for sure. Intuition. Intuition. Kim, let's try and do it. Let's try and do it. Right, dude. Eyes closed. Close Ready? My eyes are closed. Oh, we were close. We were very close. One more close. time. One more time. One more time. That's a great ending, I feel like. Oh, okay. I heard you move your hand off your pants. <laughs> <laughs> Cheater, you oh, admitted it. You shouldn't have admitted it. Yeah. Then it would have been cool. Should have let it just be Anywho. magic. We'll cut that out. No? Yeah, everybody, everybody <laughs> in the podcast heard it too. Um, but yes, for those listening to the podcast, uh, definitely, you know, just stay in touch with everything happening notes for notes follow um, the dreamer yeah. society oh yeah you can yes. follow us uh at we are in the dreamer society on instagram and yes. tiktok and facebook and i think twitter because they like short uh usernames it's just mm. dreamer society but you can follow us twitter's hard man twitter is All right. hard yeah <laughs> twitter man Mm, I wonder if everyone enjoyed that uh, that podcast as much as uh, I, Jeff Goldblum, did. I thoroughly enjoyed it, but now it's time to... Uh, Transition to a conversation, but with who? Yes, it's Sarah Davis. In the studio right now, as we're talking... Yes, I know you hear the kids in the background, but we're not talking about them because they're outside the studio. We're talking about Sarah. We have Sarah in the studio. Here Sarah she is. Sarah Davis, yes. How long has it been? Featuring since? kids. Yes, featuring the Not youth. my own kids, thankfully, okay. but <laughs> featuring kids. Not yet. That Later on in life, you know? We'll see. Maybe. <laughs> Just write a few more songs. Introduce yourself. Uh, give us your origin story. My, village, my villain origin story? Yes. <laughs> so... It all started one beautiful Wednesday morning. No, not our, well, it might have been a Wednesday. But, um, I was born on a Wednesday. We love a good Wednesday, <laughs> wow, gang. Okay. Kim, when were you, when were you born? Uh, the 9th. I, the don't know, I don't know what day. Okay. Sounds like a Wednesday to me. Yeah. I was there. I was there. I just don't remember. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe you were there. Maybe. Maybe. But you know? no, so was born on a Wednesday morning and then um, grew up in Phoenix and started writing music in elementary school. Um, was a massive T Swift fan. Still am a massive T Swift yeah, fan. Shout but out like to Taylor Swift. Sta- starting at all, mm-hmm. and so um, watched a lot of like documentaries on her. Read a lot of books on her, and it all was like go to Nashville, play mm-hmm. the Bluebird, do all of those things, write songs. And so I was writing my own songs. And then over the summers, we would do a bunch of road trips. My family was a road trip family. And so came here, played like a Monday night at the Bluebird Vibe and fell in love with it. Um, I was doing figure skating when I was younger, fun Mm. fact. And then ended up having brain surgery. And so then uh, was not able to do figure skating then Mm. as you're recovering from that. And so then was just, like, super focusing on music and used that to, like, cope. And mm. a lot of my friends were around sports, and I wasn't able to be. You so actually used your brain more. Actually, I did. That's, That's the thing. Wow. Yeah. I have no coordination, and so I don't use that part of my brain more, but I do use another part of my brain a lot more. <laughs> and so, yeah, so Same. then had come here, like, a couple times on, like, vacations and was doing, you know, rounds when I could, meeting people when I could, and then moved here 
right before I started high school. So that would have been summer of 2015. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so then um, just started, like I said, still going to rounds, was in school, and then would do sessions with people and learn to co-write like after school or on the weekends. And so I was doing that. And then um, just met a bunch of people through that and started co-writing, learned about like collaboration with people, which was a completely new thing for me. I didn't even realize that like you could, you know, like I, the idea before co-writing of co-writing and sitting in a room and just like talking to somebody and getting to know them and their story and then building a song together was like mind blowing and Mm -hmm. I loved it. And so um, was doing that and then through that I met um, a girl named Gail Mm-hmm. who is an artist and so we started working together and I'm not an artist and so it was great just like meeting other people that were and they were able to like go out and play shows and I was able to like hear our songs through that so it was yeah. great and then she cool. actually had told me about notes for notes mm-hmm. where we are today mm-hmm. and was like you should be connected with them because we were kids and so we were like let's start together yeah. We both were like, whoa, we can do something instead of country also, but like (laughs) we can do pop. And so then the two of us were like writing songs in her basement. And then we would sit there and we would just like come into the Notes for Notes studio and we would play them here and we would get demos done and we would meet other people. And so it was really amazing and I think super inspiring for both of us to be able to come in and just be like, immersed into so many different things that so many people were doing and so many people's stories and so many different styles of music that like maybe I didn't grow up around that and so it was amazing to be able to come in and just understand so much because so much of songwriting is so universal Mm -hmm. and I think that there's so much that is it stays kind of consistent especially like maybe like on the framing of building a lyric but there's a lot of things that are different in different genres and so I think it was super important for both of us but at least for me to be able to come in all the time and work with people and I actually interned here which was amazing that you guys let me do that and so you know for a couple years I would come after school and just kind of be immersed in so many different styles and so many different stories Um, and so yeah so we were working together more and more out of the studio in the studio And then kind of just meeting other people, working with other people. Um, I, through a Notes for Notes summer program, had met my lawyer, Rachel, who is incredible and amazing. And so I had met her. She had come in and done a talk for one of the summer programs that we were doing. And she was basically just explaining the importance of, like, understanding your Mm -hmm. rights and understanding how maybe there's some people who aren't going to, like, be super appreciative of the rights of a writer and an artist and, Mm -hmm. like, a session player and all of that sort of stuff. And so met her through that and was like, I love this woman. She's amazing. Through an insane twist of events, ended up meeting her again, like, a few months later when I was looking for an entertainment attorney. Yeah. And so she is my gal and her and I, you know, we were like working together on this and like meeting people just like I was with Gail where, you know, she had signed her publishing deal um, back in like 2018. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And her publisher, Kara, is this amazing woman and she's amazing about just like seeing a lot of potential in people at a really early stage. And so while I was still in high school, she would like set us both up in sessions. And that was our first time outside of notes for notes, like writing with a producer and getting a demo back outside of it. And like in the moment feeling how that feels when you have like close to a finished product or at Mm -hmm. least getting in that sort of 
version of it versus like, okay, we're going to like write this on guitar on the weekends, like over at your house. And then like, we'll bring it into the studio and see how it feels. Right. So that was just incredible to be able to like see that in the moment and feel that with a collaborator. Um, So yeah, it was super amazing. So honestly, just so much of it has been through just like meeting so many people and collaboration and just kind of a massive like family vibe that I've been super lucky to find in so many different groups of people that I've met, which I feel like is a massive like Nashville especially, but it's kind of just like a music vibe in general. I feel like there's so many different communities and so many different pockets, but everybody has this universal like love of the process Mm -hmm. and love of the results of it and love of like the craft of writing. And so it's just been the best, but that's a super long way to, (laughs) to give my origin story as, uh, as they would say. Um, but yeah, so thriving, we love it. That's incredible. Um, so what are you doing right now? Besides filming a podcast with yeah. you yeah, amazing I was people. Say, she's here. <laughs> Aside from like this very moment, like what like what is a day to day thing? What's the like your day to day like music routine? Yeah, no, it's been so fun. So on the flip side of COVID, it's been kind of just the process of like seeing what I think for everybody it's been this way, but like seeing what life looks like on the other side of it. And so before mm. COVID I was, you know, I had graduated high school. I was, like, technically on a gap year so that I could, you know, figure out if, like, this is for sure what I want to do, which is, thankfully, Mm -hmm. Um, but was, you know, going out to L.A. and traveling and just kind of experiencing life and, like, trying to understand more of the industry and meet people and write with people. And so then COVID hit and um, me and a couple friends just, like, quarantined together in a house and we you know we're just like writing music together and trying to avoid doing as many zooms Mm. (laughs) but we were just like writing music together and just like having the best time so that was incredible and then um yeah and then I met my publishers my amazing publishers over at Big Machine Mm. um back last summer and then um signed with them last fall And so then was just kind of like at that point, obviously COVID, we didn't have a vaccine. And so it was still very much so in like Zoom mode. Like I met them on a Zoom meeting, weirdly enough, and everything was really distanced. And so it's been amazing now, like with the vaccine and with things starting to open up more, um, doing like more traveling out to L.A. and just like meeting people through that and you know, just taking it day by day. But yeah, I mean, honestly, I've just been doing a bunch of sessions, working with people, meeting people. I've gone to like a couple shows. Obviously, I'm hoping to go to more shows now that things are starting to open up. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, it's honestly just a bunch of like, we're getting the frequent flyer miles and I am happy about it. What inspires you? How do you get inspired to write songs? I feel like it's so many different ways. I feel like Everybody that I talk to is on the same vibe of just like always trying to find that inspiration. And Uh I feel like it always changes, you know, something that like inspires you really deeply for a period of time might not always inspire you that way. And so I feel like it's really important to just do a lot of like yesterday I went and painted pottery for Uh the first time (laughs) in years, which was so random, but so much fun because it was again, it's just like an artistic expression and it doesn't have to be music. Like, right. I, I love listening to music, but there's a lot of times where I realize where I'm like, maybe s- I don't feel connected to anything new that's come out recently and just nothing is hitting. And it helps so much to be able to, like, have things outside of it and have other creative outlets that yeah. are not, like, music-based. And so I feel like lately especially it's been a lot of, like, 
painting and like my friends and I love going rollerblading and so mm. many things. I mean, that was the best in quarantine where nobody on a wide scale was like living life basically. Oh, and sure. so it was super just a really uninspiring time. And you're sitting in your house and you're like, do I have to wipe down my groceries? If I look outside the window, am I going to get sick? Like right. it's a crazy time, yeah. but it was amazing to kind of have that sort of like, okay, what's important is health, happiness, all of that sort of stuff. And so I feel like there's so many people, myself included, that found so many more ways to be inspired. So I was true. outside so much more. I was going on runs as much as I wish that I was still going <laughs> on as many runs, but we're going to get back to it. Um, but just finding it in so many, I mean, I picked up a bunch, of, I played tennis, like mm -hmm. I started baking, like so many things yeah. where it's just, I feel like, so important to just do a million, at least for my brain, it helps yeah. to just like do a million things. And that just keeps me on my toes. I mean, it goes back to even like not feeling like I'm just writing the same song every day. Mm -hmm. I love working with so many different artists and working in so many different lanes because it just keeps me inspired. Yeah. And it makes it not feel like a job because sure. at the end of the day, like the thing that's always been the most inspiring is what brings me back to the love that I have still but the love that i had for it in the beginning which mm -hmm. i feel like is the most pure form for everybody it's the real reason exactly yeah. like it goes back to the songs that like made you even like oh i don't know what this part is but oh it's a bridge okay that's amazing okay i want to learn how to do that oh my gosh that artist inspires me i've never heard that said like that like all of those things yeah. are so important and it's i mean it's super difficult to like it's so hard to like feel like you're like gonna go out and find it in something and you never know when it's gonna come but mm. those moments are so important and so magical so for sure yeah we're just know, trying to find them you know something that's really magical is fishing i took a fish i want to that's actually a, really funny that you say while that we were quarantined i want to go fishing so bad i was driving the other day and i saw this like little lake in this neighborhood wait a little lake a little lake. <laughs> I know that that's not the proper term, but it was a little lake. It's okay. And yeah. I was sitting there and nobody was even fishing. I don't even know if this particular pond, I guess, would even be the word. Even had fish. Yeah, right. Even had yeah. fish. Yeah. But I was sitting there and that's funny <laughs> that you say that because I was like, you know, I haven't been fishing since I was maybe like three or four uh -huh. and I was catching little minnows and my dad was like, that's so impressive. Yeah. But I was just like, I want to go fishing. So that is my sign from the universe that I hey, have to go fishing now. Go ahead. I have a I have a kayak that you can <gasps> fish from. Oh, so that's just, amazing. Just, just let me know. I will let you know. I'll Honestly, you <laughs> I'm so into that. I, li I live right next to the lake. So. So I will never, ever go fishing. And why? I'll tell you why. Okay. Yeah. Tell me why. I don't There's like, a lot that's about to be unpacked. <laughs> I don't like when I was younger, I went. I didn't go fishing, but, like, it was cold, and me, my uncle, and my big brother, we went to uh, the Percy Priest Dam. Did you say it was cold? It was cold, bro. Why did you go when it was cold? I Listen. That messed up the Listen, experience. it was an adventure. It was a vibe. But it adds to the story, though, for <laughs> sure. For real. Because, like, we, we were, like, looking. The dam was, like, going, doing this thing, and then, like, there would just be fish that would just pop up. Out of, the water. out of the water they yeah. jump out of the water and then they'd land on the rocks and then they just like they'd be there did you try to grab some? no absolutely not bro do you know how terrified i was my <laughs> it was a fish that was like not alive dead and its eyes was just like open Aww. and it was just oh, like gross. i was just like i was traumatized i'd be like 
I was like, there's no way. You just don't feel like you can do that. I to can't. The fish. I can't. Nah, bro. <laughs> I'm like, I'm afraid of stuff running across the street. I'm not a. The thing is, I'm okay with walking up to something as long as I know it's not gonna move. Mm-hmm. But like stuff that's moving. How do you do in haunted way. houses? This is making me uh, question like the entire season. It is season. October. This is nah, I'm, I'm, I'm fine in haunted houses because like I know like because you know that that's what you signed up for. True okay. and just don't touch me. That's yeah. that's, and, that's my and whole there's, thing. There's no fish in there. Like you so. can scream. You can scream. Apparently, this is a fish problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can like you can scream in my face. You can you can you know. Reach out, but just don't. As long as there's no contact being made, yeah. I'm fine. Like okay. I'll walk through a haunted house no problem. I actually like going to haunted houses, but like, it's the power that you know that they can't touch you. Yeah, like, that's yeah. that makes that's so like, much sense. Actually, yes. I've never thought about it like that. But like, yeah. how cool to just like walk through a haunted house uh, and be like, <laughs> you legally yeah. are not allowed it's to like, touch me. It's like when you're when you're in a nightmare, but you know you're in the nightmare. Yeah. yeah. So then you're just like. Like, ah, I'm going to wake up at some point. That is so funny. Yeah. Because, like, I'm just, as long as ain't nobody putting their hands (laughs) on me, like, at all. Like, you can crawl behind me. You can can even follow me. Do a loose follow. You can swim around me, but once you you stop flopping around me. (laughs) You know. Once you turn into a fish, I'm done. Once that wind get too strong, like, you know, (laughs) I'm I'm not, you know, that's. That's over with. It's a lawsuit wow. right there. <laughs> so, every, so everybody knows Tay looks like he's uh, living in the 70s he is right now. fully vibing right now. I love this for you. <laughs> with, the, with the afro and the sunglasses. Yes. You know. The red sun. We have reached peak Tay. <laughs> and I'm so glad to be a part of this moment. Yeah, man. We got to change the, uh, we got to change the Notes for Notes uh, cover photo. It's just you? Yeah, nah, it's oh. just like us, but like I got new hair. Oh, that's yes. true. Dude, the last yeah, time. We got to update it. We got to update it for real. My hair hasn't changed at all for those who care. But mine Well, has. not with that attitude. Uh, <laughs> right. You should, he's, he's always I wore talking, a hat the other day. He's always talking about getting it braided. And then, oh when, I, then when I took my <laughs> hair down, because my hair was braided, and I picked it out to an afro, mm-hmm. he was like, I want an afro. <laughs> I, wish, I wish I could have an afro. You know the I, blueprint. Don't get me wrong, mom and dad. I love my life. You know, but, but. an afro like and be fire. Just not not. What a if perm you guys either. dressed up as perm. each other for Halloween and you like got an afro <laughs> and you got like a wig and then you did like a ponytail? That would actually be really funny. That would be Hilarious. a good idea. The only thing is, my hair's too big to like even oh. put anything over it. Like I can't. I feel like that would I can't make it funnier though if it didn't really fit. You'd you have know? to. You'd have to braid it down. <laughs> yeah, I'd have to get it braided down. Mm. No, it looks That's so good. Yeah, it looks. I I love it. I like. How long have you had it out of the braids? Uh, it's been like maybe one or two months. Or okay, a month and yeah. a half. So I she's fresh. So. Yeah, love it. Really, I put. I just started putting like oil and stuff in it because like it's just. I'm trying to get to that Snoop Dogg yes. type bro, where you take a picture and like it's shiny. I love it. Red carpet. It type. looks great. Yeah. Mine only gets shiny if it's really oily. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's how like mine a is fish. Right now. I feel yeah. that. You know what? Why are you trying? Why are you, why are you <laughs> hey, pressing wait, me right now? He's like, cool, it's time for me to go. I do, wanna talk, me? I do want to talk about, since we're on the topic of like haunted houses and yeah. things like that, Halloween. So Halloween, I love Sarah, Sarah, I already know what Tay's doing for okay. Halloween. Pretty, pretty much. Yeah. Um, he's told me. But what are, you, what are your plans for 
this I'm season. not really sure what my plans are for the day of the spooky season. Do you do you celebrate Halloween? Oh much? yeah, I love Halloween. Do you like decorate and stuff? Uh no. Hmm. I wish that not I did. That's too much, bro. I like to think that one day I will, but my family just is not a big, like, decorative family. I can't, bro. Like, we I'm just never did. Ain't no way in the world. I drove Even past. Even for Christmas. Coming on my way here, I, like, I was driving past my neighbors, like, yeah. the people in my neighborhood, and they had the freaking spiderweb things on, yeah. like, the mm-hmm. bush. Ain't no way in the world. Who's doing that? <laughs> and I, then, here's the thing. I would love to do know. it. I just don't. I really want There's to. There's no I way. Like that would be peak me. That's not even <laughs> an in-the-moment thing because, like, my mind is always going to be like, we finna have to take this down at the yeah. end of the month. I feel like Straight it's up. such a process, though. Yeah. Like, I'm the same kind of person who, another thing that I've learned about myself in quarantine is I am a stress cleaner to the mm. max. Like, whenever I feel, like, overwhelmed that tends to be when my house is the messiest. And so there is nothing that I love more than just sitting down for a couple hours and just like deep cleaning. And so it gives me similar vibes as if I was like decorating for each holiday. I feel like I would find so much joy. I wouldn't as much like love the pack up, especially mm-hmm. between Halloween and Christmas, because you know that you're about to have to put different ones up immediately. And Thanksgiving. Exactly. Oh. Like, oh my do gosh. you decorate for Thanksgiving? There are people who do. I think that there definitely are, but I don't think that it's as common. I Maybe wish that it was common. I love seeing people's houses decorated. I think Thanksgiving for me is just more more vibrant than Halloween. Interesting. No offense to Halloween. Sorry, Halloween. Bruh, I got a problem taking the Christmas tree down. I'm not <laughs> doing <laughs> decorations, bruh. I feel that. I'm not, like, you see the people who rapping, like, Trees in lights, like the whole tree is wrapped in. Ain't no way Tay, in the world. Tay's house, Tay's house in the future is just gonna be a bunch of white walls. Nah, it's not even that. Like I'll put a reef on the door. That's easy. Be like it's so modern. Guys. And I, I still put the Christmas tree up. I'm just I'll take some leaves off the tree and throw I'm it just, on the house. I'll just have it. somebody else take it down. Like I'm gonna hit up Cam. Hey, He'll have a good time. Hey, hey yeah. He's like man. Cam. If you love this, good. I got a job yeah, for you. Like you Let uh, me know. You're welcome. You know, I got you. I got sixty bucks. Yes. 60 bucks to take down the Christmas tree. <laughs> Just the tree. Yeah. Um this on the topic on the topic of the holidays yeah. like through the seasons does your does your playlist change? I feel like it definitely does. I wish that I was more of like a Christmas music kind of gal. What? I Yo, know. that's the best. That's Tay. Tay's that's a Pete. Christmas Yo, music kind of I gal. listen to Christmas music. What? Did you just call me a Christmas You're music around. You know what? I'll take it's that. It's a compliment. I'll take that. I'll take that. All he wants I, for Christmas is I'm, Mariah Carey. I'm a year-round Christmas listener. But I still have a problem with Hallmark doing Christmas movies. Really? Ooh, like okay, in yes, July. We got a lot to unpack. We have to talk more about because, this. like, maybe they should do fish ones. And you know, <laughs> he'd hate it even why more. Y'all, why y'all pressing me? I don't understand. Like, what is this? He said, okay. the sheer mention of the word is enough to get my blood boiling. <laughs> but I'm just like, I don't, I don't understand. They'll do a Christmas movie in June. No. Yeah. Okay, Christmas in July, I understand. Why Wait, we what do- makes it different? Why are we doing Christmas? Because Christmas in July is a thing. Yeah, but that's just a phrase that people have told you so that they can like capitalize off of July. But if they would have told you Christmas in June, then you'd be like, I got it, Christmas in June. Nah, because look, June is hot. July sounds cool. July is humid. But June is like that's peak sun time. So okay. I'm not trying yeah. to 
I'm not trying to look but at something. you got to share with July 4th. You See, that's I, the thing. I'm confused um, about why it is Christmas in July. Actually, apparently we're going to have a lot of feelings to unpack on my end on this because June is month number six and Christmas is month number 12 for December. And so why wouldn't it just be like six and 12 evens, you know? Because like they're trying to be different. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I respect that. But I also have a problem with the Christmas movies that are in August and they're doing Christmas movies right now. Mm -hmm. I understand that Hallmark got to run up a check, but they make <laughs> love stories. They make love stories. Literally, they pump them out. Well, they, they pump Maybe them they out. should make more movies for different holidays. Bro, literally Hallmark is Queen Bee and the love story. Oh, like yeah. they, for The sure. love stories are just... For sure. They come like... Boom. Yeah. Mm Obviously, you are a collaborative writer, mm -hmm. and you have been exposed to different genres. So my question is, is your favorite genre outside of collaborative writing your favorite genre while you're collaborative writing, or are they different? That's such a good question. Yeah, like, do you only like writing country with other people? or I don't know. I mean... Like folk? I feel like I go through phases of, like, primarily writing genres. Like, I feel like I'm always doing, like, a little bit of everything, especially since I'm usually writing with other artists. And yeah. so it tends to be, like, today I'll work with this artist who does more of, like, an alt-pop vibe. And then tomorrow this person has a lot more, like, R&B influence. Mm. And so in general, I feel like, like, right now in the last, like, probably year-ish, I've been on a massive, like 
nostalgic 2000s pop rock vibe, which I mm-hmm. feel like a lot of people are on right now, which mm-hmm. makes me so happy. Yes. And so it's been actually like really fun seeing like the rise of that and that obviously continuing to be the thing right now. And so I would say in general, like that's my favorite vibe because it even just goes back to like, like I said, the things that made me want to get into it. If I think back to those years are like Avril and when Mm -hmm. Demi, Miley and Selena were doing rock projects through Disney. Oh, the good Avril. We love some Avril. But it's just, I mean, like those sorts of things are what were happening when I was learning what music was and aware of what music was. And so I feel like that's kind of like my favorite vibe. I feel like, I don't know. That's such a good question. I don't know if there's particularly like a genre that I would say that I prefer to like write by myself. Mm -hmm. Um, The other thing too is I'm writing pretty much every day with other people. And so I feel like unfortunately, I want to do this more, but I feel Mm -hmm. like unfortunately like the amount of time that I have to write by myself has been limited, which is a goal to like, build that up again mm-hmm. um but i feel like it just it ebbs and flows but i feel like that's kind of been the vibe that i've been on as of the late as in like last two years right. gotcha. so when you are working with artists i find this um kind of a producer sort mm-hmm. of trait when working with like new artists or familiar artists do you try and sort of inhabit that artist based off of some of the things that they've previously come out with or are you like not stepping in their shoes but just getting a feel for them but still also maintaining your own creative sense I feel like it's different every time I feel like I always try to like hold on to the things that I feel like I bring to a room because Mm -hmm. that's the other thing too is you know like there's some days that somebody that I work with is incredible at melody in Mm -hmm. which case I'm like you do you bb I'm gonna (laughs) step back let's like I'll I'll focus on lyrics and like we can work on melody together or like whatever however I can be of service I feel like is overall the big thing Mm -hmm. um but I feel like I don't know I feel like it's really important to have an understanding and appreciation and respect for um like if they've released music like what they've done in the past that way you can make sure that it stays true to you know what they've built up up until this point but also at the same time like if i have done that and they're doing like vibe a and then they come in and they're like "Mm, i don't really feel that what if we do this completely other thing then that i feel like is always the most important and that always wins because i feel like there's a lot of times that it's very easy to get in your head about like I want this cut I want to do this thing because I think that maybe this is like what they or their team might want to release more but like the most important thing and the songs that have always been the best and the relationships that have always been like the most amazing to build are when I mean like it goes back to even Gail the first time that we wrote we had like met at this event and then I went over to her house and we're like let's write a song and had gone in and was like, okay, we're probably going to do this kind of vibe. I'll get some ideas together because it's important to have those. But Mm -hmm. then I showed up and she was like, a family friend of mine passed away. I want to write a song for them about that. And the most important thing in that moment is like, how can I help this person express their emotions and express what they're going through? 
And I mean, it's just different every day. And then, then there's sometimes that people are like, I don't really feel inspired. There's nothing particularly going on. Like, let's just like vibe out on things. So, I mean, it's different every time, but I feel like it's really important to have like a true awareness and respect for what they want to do, how they want to express themselves and be super hypercritical of the fact that like this person is putting their entire artist project if they put the song out then this is like a part of their record this is a part of their history this is something that like if they go into the grocery store much more than the artist than the songwriter somebody could be like oh you said that one word and it's way more associated with like literally their face mm -hmm. and so I feel like it's most important to focus on what are they comfortable saying because I mean there's sometimes that like that's a great line and that's gonna get a lot of attention but if that's not what they feel comfortable saying at least even right now then that's not if they don't want to do that, then that's not the vibe for today, at least even, you know? Right, right. It doesn't mean that it won't always, but it just means, you know, like, even if we're halfway through a song and they're like, you know, I don't know if I'm really feeling this anymore, then I feel like it's so important to be flexible and understanding and excited about, like, the direction that we're going for everybody. Mm. So I feel like that's mm -hmm. the most cool. important thing. So correct me if I'm wrong, mm -hmm. but you're not just in it for the money? No, dude. Oh, okay. If I was in it for the money, I would do <laughs> so many other things. <laughs> no, that's good. We need more people who just love music. You know? Yeah, for real. Um, so being that you are constantly writing and writing every single day, not only for other artists, but also for yourself, how do you prevent the the devilish thing that we know as writer's block is is it is in your opinion is writer's block even a thing yeah oh no question no i know that i didn't know until like semi recently that this was even like a a question of of if it was a question but i feel like that's sort of the thing and i feel like that's why it's so important to like like i said have other things outside of it because it's super easy to like be in the bubble of okay we're doing this we're we're hustling we're grinding which is amazing but I think it's really important to, like, be totally fine if you just, like, I'm telling myself this when I say this. You just go paint pottery tomorrow. <laughs> and all of those sorts of things, I feel like, just, like, re-inspire you and also just give you a different perspective. That's the other thing, too. I think that there's so many times where, like, my brain is just sitting here and it's, like, we are on buffering mode. <laughs> and that is where in those in those instances, I'm so grateful for like my co-writers who are probably not at least if there's usually three, four people in a room, there's got to be somebody who is not on that mode. And that's kind of the best is when everybody is like doing their thing, thriving, feeling super inspired. But the chances are like everybody goes through that, like everybody everybody is pulling from the experiences that they've had. And so I feel like that's where it's really important in those moments to like, even just like watch a movie and, and like read a book. And like, that has been so helpful to take myself out of like the, the tunnel of like, okay, this is what I'm doing. This is what I'm doing every day. I'm working with these people and like, I'm listening to these same songs and all of those sorts of things where like, I feel like, as human beings, but especially as creatives, we pull from so many experiences that right. we've had. Right. And you have no idea where, like, you could be driving down the street and then out of your, like, peripheral vision, you see this thing that's going to, like, stick in your brain. And then in two weeks, you'll be like, oh, I don't know where this came from, but this reminded me of this thing. Yeah. And so it's all just, like, building on experiences, I feel like. And that's where, like, the most inspired art comes from. 
don't give up on life. That's <laughs> we're that's, that's, that's the, the motto. Here we are. No, no more YOLO. Welcome okay? we're to not my YOLO-y. TED talk. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, okay, so you write a lot of songs. You write with a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Are there some songs that have been released that you there can have? disclose? There, um, same same gal, Gail, and I have been writing forever, as we have aforementioned mm-hmm. um but she we've had a, uh, so many songs that we've written together but she had one before covid or i guess technically in covid it was like last summer that is called orange peel that we wrote with um reed baron and james droll two loves of our lives and then um we have a song called ABCDEFU that we wrote with Dave Pittenger. Mm-hmm. And that was like her first release under her Atlantic record deal. And so that one came out, I guess, like two months ago, almost two months ago now. So there's that one. And then um, recent, I guess my most recent one, that is like the excitement one, I feel like, just because it's like, like I said, we've been working on it together. We grew up together and all of this. Like it was so exciting and rewarding. And that's the other thing too about collaboration is like there is nothing more rewarding than being able to like, share that with other people yeah. and mm. be like we did this together this is so exciting yeah. and um but then recently i guess like a couple weeks ago now a song that i wrote with charlotte sands and dane and reed came out called every guy ever hmm. um so yeah we've just been writing a bunch meeting all the peeps i have been incredibly lucky that so many people have let me a part of their journey so yeah grateful yeah. for that that's awesome that's mm-hmm. fire. Uh, who do you who do you write through i guess who do I write through, meaning like yeah. my publisher? Yes. Um, so I write for Big Machine Music. Okay. And so, like I said, met them in quarantine, like on Zoom, full Zoom vibe. <laughs> and then my first meeting with them in person was like a very like distanced, we set up like lawn chairs mm-hmm. distanced and we're like, okay, we're officially six feet apart. We're in the open air. This is amazing. But no, they've been great. So signed with them last fall. So we have just recently come up on the like one year of it exciting times but yeah i've been loving it that's really cool how mm-hmm. did how did they they reached out to you so i met them through rachel my entertainment attorney oh, right. and so shout out rachel she i was like meeting a bunch of people obviously you know still like through covid doing a lot of zooms and stuff mm-hmm. and so she had sent them my stuff and then they were like whoa we really like this we want to meet with her so then i had a zoom meeting with them and shout out here we are wow love them that's awesome mm-hmm. Life yeah. can just change, just like mm-hmm. that. You just have no idea. That's the thing. Like, it was so funny. I remember that day, like, so clearly. Like, I mm-hmm. remember I, like, I had stayed up super late the night before stress cleaning. We go, <laughs> it goes back to stress cleaning. <laughs> and then I had woke up, and Taylor Swift had released her new album, Folklore, that was, like, this mm-hmm. massive surprise. So then I listened to that, and I cried. And then I, like, got on this Zoom. And then I went to a session and was, like, had no idea that I had, like, that I was going to look back on that day and be like, yeah. oh my gosh, what an amazing day. I wish that I could go back to it. But yeah. I feel like that's the beauty of it. I wish and I could cry listen again. to, yeah, I wish Honestly, I could listen to Taylor Swift. I wish I could over. listen to every Taylor Swift album <laughs> for the first time again. Honestly. Where would you like to see, um, women in the music industry five years from now? That is such a massive, important question. <laughs> I feel like there's so there's so much to be said for the amazing work that like female executives are doing. And so, I mean, I even just read a thing the other day that was talking about like a company by company breakdown of the gender pay gap. Mm. And 
and like in the touring industry and on the label side and on the publishing side. So I feel like that's an, a super important thing to focus on as far as even just like putting like and it doesn't even just relate to women. It's people of all different backgrounds in those positions of power. I feel like it's one of those things where yeah. it's such a risk to even be able to jump into the music industry. I feel like there's so many people who don't have access to just like spend full time working on something that hopefully in the future will make your return on investment. And so I feel like the the product of that is so many of the same sorts of people and and that's amazing but it's also one of those things where like the world in general but like music would grow so much from so many different perspectives and so many different backgrounds and that's where I mean we're talking about like the most powerful instrument on the planet as far as like reaching people and people feeling seen and so there's so much that even just starts at the top of the executive pool of like if we have the exact same type of person making the exact same type of decision, sometimes a lot of people are not going to feel seen in that because, you know, maybe, like, they won't understand the value and, like, yeah, that song might, like, not seem immediately like the numbers are going to hit, and I know that that's an important part of it, but you have no idea the power of, like, somebody feeling seen in music that maybe yeah. they don't feel seen in that yeah. before. Yeah. So I feel like that's an important step that I would love to see like progress being and progress is being made but I feel like there's so much to be said for that um and then I feel like I mean like so many more female producers I'm writing more Yo. with female producers yes that's one of those things where I think that there's just there's so much where people don't even like realize like I don't think that women are encouraged to do that because I think it's more of a like no that's like a guy thing like that's that's so nah. important to have those sorts of like people to look up to and the opportunities and so that's why I feel like things like notes for notes are amazing because anybody can come in and you can mm. learn anything. You can mm. learn guitar. You can learn to produce. You can learn writing. Like you can do anything for free. Amazing. Yeah. And so it's one of those things where like, it's so important to have those role models, but also those opportunities. Yeah. And again, that goes back to even just like from every part of the industry all the way up, but even at the top, just like the opportunity for like, for it to not be a, oh, well, you know, you're an artist, and so you should be an art, or you're a, you're a female, so you should be an artist. I mean, you know, you could be an artist. You know, uh, you don't have an artist project, <laughs> and it's like, no, I'm a producer. Like, yeah. like just having that sort of be, like, more normalized and encouraged, and I think from a young age, sure. um, I feel like it's really overwhelming for a lot of, like, women especially to even think about the, like, okay, I'm going to, like, go into this culture that already feels a little, like, already the world but like the music industry especially feels very like it's super daunting and it's super like okay there's this thing that's been happening for forever and it feels super stressful to come in where I can't even imagine walking in and being like yeah I want to produce and having people be like oh why 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 don't you just sing like why don't you just do that mm -hmm. oh so goodness. I feel like it's been so important to see more and more of those where it's like having women be more executive producers, like having that be more of yes. like a focus and, um, and a point of excitement for people and just like more normalized. Yeah, for sure. I feel like that's a massive thing. So where do you want to see your career in the next five years? Again, such a massive question. Yeah. That's such an important question. I feel like, but it's also one that I wish that I had a better answer for. Okay, I'll I'll shorten it. Okay, because I feel like I feel like five years is a lot. It's easier. To it's do just the time, just yeah. I would say what about one or two or one and a half? Maybe this time next year. 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah, this time next year. That, thank you. Amazing. That's better. I feel like I, I just want to, like, be working with more people. You can I, come visit us again, too. I would so time. love to. This Honestly, this has been so great. I would love this. We love, like, a yearly recap. Yeah, I love this. Good. Right in time for spooky season. Yes. You so can ask if next year I have any plans for Halloween. Mm-hmm. Or if you did any decorating. Or if you did any yes. decorating. Oh, my gosh. Right? Okay, so I definitely want to see myself decorating my house <laughs> next year. Um, But, no, I mean, I want to obviously, like, covid state of the world permitting i would love to do like more trips even internationally Mm. i'm doing a lot of writing between nashville and la right now which is amazing and i want to keep doing that um but i would love to like go to london i would love to go to south korea i would love to go like to japan and like experience first off experience so many different cultures but also just understand the fact where i feel like it's really easy to be in america and be like well we are the hub of like American commercial music, everything is surrounded by us where like so right. many different cultural things people I think are overlooking and myself included since I haven't gone out there. Yeah. And so I would love to just like meet more people out there, work with more people out there, just be like way more, um, I guess like involved and like immersed in yeah. the culture that goes behind that because all, I mean, just like in America, there's so, since there's so many different genres, there's so many different experiences that people have pulled from and so many different like historical, like cultural things. And so I feel like it's one of those where I would love, I don't think that in like uh, even in five, 10 years that I would ever be able to like fully understand and be a part of it. But I would love to start taking those steps and meeting more people and, and just like broaden my experiences And just, like, grow as a human, as a writer, but primarily as a human, I think. Um, and just Focus understand. Yeah, yeah, and just, like, <laughs> understand more um, experiences and, yeah, just be a part of it more. Yeah, for sure. I feel like that's a massive thing for me is I want to just, like, travel, travel, travel. Mm. I'll let you close it out, taking the lead oh again. Oh, my gosh. Go. Take right. the lead. All right, Take everybody. Lead, uh, it's time to leave the studio. I mean, the podcast. <laughs> no, thank you so much, Sarah, uh, for talking to us. Um, thank you so much, Tay, for being a host. Um, thank you, Kim. You're welcome. Uh, so yeah, we're just we're gonna get out of here. Um, hope you enjoyed the podcast. Definitely check out more of our podcasts on our SoundCloud page. Yes. Notes for notes, SoundCloud. Um, and also, I mean, check out check out Gail's music. Yes. Sarah's for writing real. that too. Yes. And there's a lot more music to come, I'm sure. Totally. Because she's writing a lot, so. So many peeps. So you won't get All tired. Goods. You won't get tired of it. Bet. All right. Well, we I out. I guess that's it. Yeah. Yes. Thanks for having me. <laughs> stay <laughs> blessed, everybody. Um, we'll catch on the next one. Deuces. We'll probably talk to you right after this, though. Okay. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> if you are like me. Jeff Goldblum, then I advise that you give those two conversations and this entire podcast as a whole, in fact, uh, uh, 10 Goldblums out of a possible uh, 10 Goldblums, that, my friends, my friends, that is the highest rating in the universe. Uh, well, I want to thank uh, the Dreamer Society, Live, GG, GG, Live, the duo that's going to rock the rock world, if you know what I'm saying. Uh, like, uh, like I usually love to sing, they're uh, obviously... Uh, Moving on up, yes, it's gonna be it's gonna be amazing to see what they uh, 
do in the future you know i'm excited to see what happens to the uh, the music industry and this the industry as a whole just the world oh hi kim how, how, uh, how are you um yeah 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 i just want to say uh thanks to sarah sarah davis uh, for doing what you do and uh, really talking to us about your songwriting and how much you love music and the world of music. So we appreciate you. We appreciate, I guess, both on the podcast. And we'll see you next time. To learn more about Notes for Notes, check us out across all socials at Notes for Notes and at notesfornotes.org, where you can find info about our 23 studios across the country, as well as Notes for Notes Digital, which gives young artists the opportunity to work with producers and cut original tracks remotely from wherever they are. Mm-hmm.